We're live. Ooh. Welcome to Voyage of the Geek. Two very special guests in the studio because of Dan, who's gone down hard over the weekend in a in a sick, whimpering heap somewhere out there. I've got Jake Higgs, talented Yay. environment, 3D artist, games guru, and likewise guru in the games world. Glenn Cowley, talented uh, character artist, both general all-round gurus. Welcome along, General. Thanks, Thanks for having us. Thank you. We're going to reset the rules a little bit tonight. We're going to throw chew the fat on some topics and throw some ideas around and probably, without even trying, reinvent the game industry the way it should have <laughs> Should have been, uh, should be running. <laughs> yeah, more jobs for everyone. <laughs> yeah. So before we get started, gentlemen, tell us, uh, tell us what you've been up to through the week. It's been a good one, bad one. Um, oh, interesting one on the weekend. Woke up to find that there's a giant hole in one of my teeth. It appeared out of nowhere. Had to go get a feeling all of a sudden. <laughs> oh, <my laughs> on, the, on the weekend. Oh yeah, I just had an impromptu little visit to the dentist as well. To be honest with you, because I'm about to head overseas, and just a bit of a Pain in the mouth, wanted to get it nipped in the bud before I left. And she was she was just, I can give you surgery now. You, I'll go see how much surgery costs now. And she just bailed. Uh, Asked her boss. <laughs> no, man, just please fix it up. Yeah. I'll, I'll sort it when I get back. She must have recognised uh, you You have a big, huge pile of money yeah. somewhere. Yeah. All <laughs> and she's gone cha-ching. Yeah. All bearded men, exceedingly wealthy. Yep. Yeah. We, they, got, we got both ends of the spectrum with beards. We got. Uh, like the the oil barons of the Middle East, yeah, all beautiful beards. Well <laughs> <laughs> and then down here with me, <laughs> my uh, my mother is still. She's from that um, that age group that a beard actually has a is a statement of. Criminality oh, um, yeah. about the people you hang around with and stuff like that. Despite, like, you could easily show a hundred examples where those rules don't work, oh, yeah. but yep. still they'll they'll just they'll just tarred with that brush. So yeah. to speak. I'm a, I'm I'm a anti-violence. I'd like to consider myself a super nice guy, and my mum <laughs> stop now. But for the first few years of me having facial hair, um, she used to always parrot to me, "You look like a baddie." Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. And I'd say she's from a probably. But mothers, mothers are terrible though, because if given that given a choice, they would morph you back to yeah. a three year old. Oh yeah, in a second. Oh yeah, yeah. I'd, oh, I'd take it. <laughs> yeah. Same here. Yeah. Same here. Things went downhill from probably oh. about year ten for me. Yeah. No, a bit earlier. There was full contact sport because that got you out of class. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, things started to get pretty windswept and interesting after that. Yeah, I had I had some particularly angsty. <laughs> Years that I wish I could take that. <laughs> My 10 years are fine. I don't know that's about standard. You guys. That's standard. Yeah. All right. I've got a series of questions here, gentlemen, and we're going to uh, throw it around a little bit. We're going to start with this one. I would like some opinions, and I'm sure there's some passionate ideas uh, that we can draw out here. The first question we'll start with you, Jake. Yeah. And it'll be the same question for each. So the second person going second gets a little bit of prep time. <laughs> You're on God the hot seat, though. Tell me right now. In th- at this moment in time, the 12th of September to 2016, what's wrong with the games industry at the moment? In the world? <laughs> the world of games. Let's call it the game scene. The game so let's, scene. It, it, it can be the production side, which we're familiar with, but yep. we're also game players and, and into the lore and some, you guys probably yeah. way more than I, which is why I wanted yeah. to sort of pick your brains. 
Tell I me th- what's wrong with the game. I, th- think, I think we're actually starting to get into a little bit of a better spot. I think we're starting to finally get over the hurdle of uh, Call of Modern Shooter 12 and 13 each and each and each year. We still have games like Call of Duty coming out, but even at least like the new Battlefield looks incredibly um, impressive um, from a gameplay and technical standpoint. Um, so I think from a consumer standpoint, that's uh, we're starting to get a little bit further than that. What's wrong with the game scene? That's you're, too, you're too positive, yeah. right? I'm trying to try to think. We need of you to neg it up, mate. All right. Well, it's got to be something in Australia. Where are all the game studios? All the AAA ones? Where are they gone? So where are they gone? Just so right. on that, right? Yeah. Have we watered down our industry in Australia by going the indie, going the small boutique style? Oh, that's a yeah. worldwide. Issue. So it's not just yeah, not just a straight an issue. I think that creativity is always a good thing, and people yeah. should be able to express that in whatever way they want. If they want to, do you think we've spread it thin? It's pretty thin. Yeah. Um, yep. When you just look on uh, what is it, Steam Greenlight, and just oh. yeah, it's never. I was actually having this conversation today with my brother. Yeah. It's never been easier um, for just your average Joe who wants to make a game to make a game. Yeah, absolutely. Um, yeah, with things like Playmaker. Mm. Um, it's just, it's just a, it's literally clicking one, two, yeah. three. Now I yeah. have a platformer that repeats itself, and I've spent fifteen minutes mm-hmm. learning, yeah, and then twenty minutes applying. So you, you thin out the ranks, mm. and even the even the non Joe schmo, the actual people that know the know the skill set that that possess the skill set, you thin them out, and you lose the the money doesn't spread the same way. No. Does it? Mm-hmm. And then when the money doesn't spread the same way, you've got to motivate people in all these crazy ways or spend seven years making a game. Mm. Yeah. Don't you? Yeah. Um, especially if you've got a smaller studio, um, I feel like it can take, take obviously, a lot longer. Um, you don't how, a- how many games do you reckon fall, like land on the cutting room floor and never make it oh, to? Oh, I think it's some. I remember reading a statistic. Oh, that you got a percentage, aware, you reckon? Where like 90% of games that yeah. just, wow. just projects that get started. Isn't that, isn't that crazy that that's so similar to small business? They reckon after two years, 90% of all small businesses yeah. fail. Yeah. And then the remaining ones that don't fail in two years fail in mm. the next two years. Yeah. <laughs> so if you're there on year five, you're doing well. I, I think part of it is... The fact, like what you said, it is just such an oversaturated market. You can't yep. get away <clears throat> with with as many things these days. The standard for art has gone up. Um, with the same poly mm-hmm. count that you had in Unreal Tournament 1, for example, same poly count, same texture, um, sizes, you can do so much. You will see artists doing so much yeah, more. Even because- just for new new techniques and yeah. are we being just a lot smarter about how we're building yeah, building things. Not but even smarter, just better. Yeah, yeah better too. Better. Yeah, um, the we standards. set the bar higher. I think. Yeah. I think to say that though. I think with a lot of the indie games that we're talking about, talking about Steam Greenlight and Steam, like the bar has certainly gone up. I think industry wide for art standards, yeah. except for when we get to that Steam page sometimes I feel like we look at a lot of games and I, and I've spoken with Glenn before about this. I put a lot of the blame on Slender back in the day when that was released. Mm. That was a very, very popular game. It was made in 48 hours and it was a product that you'd expect to see in 48 hours and it's fine for that. But then a lot of people started to hold that as an acceptable standard. Yeah. And it's, it's not. I've, I've seen students come through with silly ideas about where the standard is for quality and then they point at these things that are these yeah. one-off weekend, yeah. you know, game, game jam products. Yeah, it's like no, that's 
such yeah. a small percentage. Not, not for art. Maybe a game mechanic. You can come down yeah. to that standard. You can't start there and stay there. Yeah. You know, you've got to learn at this standard, haven't you? Uh, I I think so, yeah. yeah. And yeah. I, I feel like the problem is we've normalised, uh, again, go back to uh, Steam Greenlight, normalised the Unity Asset Store game. Yeah, where it's literally just I am one person. Yeah, and I have access. I, I downloaded to, a bunch of stuff and I learned yeah. to write some scripts and I've made a thing and now I'm going to put it on Steam and uh, try yeah. to make some money out of it. It's you got to put in a bit more effort uh, into that, especially if you do want to make a profit out of something and have a long-lasting game or even just be, in my point of view, be proud of the product that yeah. you create. Are they taking away? Indies certainly take away talent from the big players. Oh yes, but are they taking customers as well? to the same degree. Are we really seeing a, a real trend to move away from the big triple A's? Well, they're still or, around. Or did they? it rubber band? Yeah. Did it sort of move away for a bit and now it's fluctuating I, I back and forward? I've, I've seen the numbers. I, I know um, just from the people that I follow and, and look up to, um, a lot of a lot of big names going into indie. Um, uh, yeah, I think, like, for example, Paul Papera. Paul Papera yeah, is a, yeah. just a gun artist. Yeah. Um, and yeah, what was his game? Astroneer. Uh, Astroneer. He he went from being uh, from quite quite a while of uh, I think he was. Is uh, one um, of the lead artists? Yeah. 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 Just look right. Yep. Like you see this guy's work, and he is spectacularly mm. good. It's interesting to see him doing stuff in this art uh, style as well. It's very simple compared to the work that he's uh, usually completing. I think he's done a lot of freelance work I love in that. the past. This yeah. is lovely. Yeah. Oh, yeah, it's gorgeous. The faceted three uh, D style on the cliff work. Yeah, beautiful. Um, the whole thing is very beautiful. Yeah, listen to that. Oh, cool. Yeah, that looks like it would actually be pretty fun yeah. for a session. Yep. Yeah. It'd be pretty fun to play with another human, wouldn't it? Where you could undo, build and unbuild. Yeah. I feel, yeah, I feel you like mean, that you, would be a bit of a clusterfuck. Yeah. You mean Glenn would undo everything yeah. I did in a heartbeat? Yeah. It would be me burying Jake yeah. little man-made caves. I like this. This is pretty cool. Yeah. Ha! <laughs> He almost looks a bit ragdolly. Yeah. Doesn't he? Procedurally animated. Yeah, he might be a bit. See the way he's that's not deliberately animated. That's that's gotta be procedurally animated. Oh, it's so <laughs> pretty. And it just makes it's journey in space minus what So is this like a, is this one guy? Uh, no, no. I don't want to give you the impression that this is one guy. I actually don't know. Yeah. I just know Paul Papera was definitely yeah. a big hand in it. Truly stunning, though. Yeah, beautiful art style. Yeah. That's really, really nice. So what's the platform? We, th th this is uh, geared for. PC, I'm pretty sure. Yeah. yeah. I, it wouldn't surprise me if it came out on consoles, too. It seems to be the way of it these days. Yeah. But. So if that's what's wrong with the game industry, what's right with it at the moment? Because I'll, I'll offer one thing that I've noticed, which I really love. Um, I've only found Steam recently. It was only about a year ago that I found Steam. Oh, okay. I was aware of it, but I didn't realise that it's better to be part of it. You know what I mean? You find out about cool deals. You you can you, you save money for starters on games <laughs> and stuff. Like <laughs> yeah. Do you? Well, maybe not. <laughs> maybe not around Christmas time. Yeah, yeah you might be right. <laughs> yeah. um, but the thing I like about it is 
it's community rating system. Oh, yep. That I reckon yeah. is the police of the quality, yeah. and like you can have a bullshit game for that mm-hmm. can slip under the radar, and all of a sudden turn out in the pop space or the cult space. But sooner or later, someone's going to rate how it plays. Yeah. Oh, yeah, and the community is very good at giving reviews. I mean, it's not like a oh great game, I really enjoyed it, or this game's crap, I don't yeah. like it. It's a very full in depth reviews by individuals who really because it can't want to give be made anonymously, or at least it's certainly not considered when it's anonymous you don't care too much about the anonymous guys but the people that put their names there that's that's your account isn't it like it's yep you can track who actually how do you rate other games and things like how many games they've reviewed for example if it's Mm. just a single single game they've reviewed but they've got a thousand games in their list why are you just reviewing this one game yeah yeah and the thing is a lot of the time you know that'll be i see that a lot when it's a negative comment and it's like you know that that the game fucked up when the one guy who's got a thousand games who hasn't commented on a single thing yep. says, "Well, guys, yeah, you need to go back to the drawing board of this." Yep. And one thing that I've noticed a lot recently too, looking at um, looking at uh, a lot of the greenlit games um, that that I've seen, not necessarily the ones that are coming through the AOE, just in just in general, is the friends and family comment. Is just rampant, oh. and it is so <laughs> obvious. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. definitely. Uh, uh, great throwback to <laughs> yeah. a genre, a long lost genre, for example. Yeah, it's, it's like it pulled me back to gaming. Yeah, give me a fucking break. <laughs> especially when it's that one good comment in the middle of all uh, yeah. the negative ones. Yes. Either thanks, yeah. mum. Behind little, it. Pretty little blue thumb. Yeah. Um, Dan and I have been looking at um, critique and and how there's this. There's this beast that's uh, growing on the internet, this critique beast, and how most critique sites list the positive ones, the most positive and the most negative, at the top of the list. Yeah. Where exposure resides, where if you want to get noticed, you've got to be there. You've got to be in the view, which is that first couple of panels, right? Mm-hmm. And so if you neg really badly, you get up there, and if you're positive really badly, you get up there. And that's where you get these reviews that are similar to what you did with the what's wrong with the you <laughs> you were giving a critique, but you're doing it in a positive way. It's like a, a friendly critique uh, of a product. Um, Dan uses this this site, Metacritic, right? Yep. Oh yeah, it's awesome. And the beauty of Metacritic is you can um, let's have a look here and see what we can find. Ooh. I hate this mouse. The the middle mouse doesn't click like a middle mouse click. I've got to oh. use this little button. Oh, really? And do you reckon they tell you that on the box when you rip it apart? And- <laughs> Your first problem, mate, is that you're using a wireless mouse. Yeah, you're right. I, I don't like it at all. I haven't. I have not liked it since. So, so I'm going to abandon it. So let me. So if we looked at um, No Man's Sky. You can bring up here, you've got critic reviews and user reviews. And the thing that Dan noticed about, um, there must be a period that I've got to put in here to get more accurate here because there's nowhere near enough critic reviews for No Man's Sky here. Um, What he found was that user reviews will have heaps and heaps of negative, heaps and heaps of positive, and the heaps and heaps and heaps mixed, right? Um, That... There's a trend when you look at it, but when you look at critic reviews, there's usually heaps and heaps of positive, 
almost no, um, next to no negative, but zero on the fence. Okay. Yeah. Well, until you look at No Man's Sky, which kind of breaks your rule. Yeah, yeah, totally. <laughs> which I feel if you're trying to push, uh, push a game to that forefront, you know what I mean, of, of criticism where you're getting that exposure that you were just referring to, um, it looks, almost looks like they don't want anybody talking about No Man's Sky. Yeah. They've got all of their reviews yeah. in that middle group. In the middle. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and that's exactly what you're sort of hearing about No Man's Sky is that it's disappointing, but it's still an achievement. So we've got to sort of – we don't want to bash it to death because mm. I like Dan's description of it was very good. It was um, – it's a tech demo. Yeah. You know, yeah. And it feels like a tech demo, doesn't it? Yeah. Uh, I, I, I actually – I don't want to be too negative on it just because I haven't played it. But from what I've seen, it definitely is not what I expected, yeah. which is, I think, why they mm. offer it uh, – Mass dis- oh, not discounts, refunds. Yeah. Oh, really? Yeah, did they? Yeah, they yeah, did. I think just from the stuff that I heard about it a long time ago, and I agree with you, Glenn, it seemed like something that it isn't now. And I think it was hyped to be some very huge, epic, feature-filled space adventure, and they couldn't deliver on that. Uh, yeah, and from the looks of it, like I don't know if I don't think they actually um, ever announced that this was going to be going to be a, gonna be a um, feature, but it looked like. People playing with friends. From what I saw, it I think that's the biggest yeah, problem. That's Dan, big Dan brought problem that up. That they pushed that point very early on it's in just, development that it would be a network game, and then probably about a week or two out from release, they I don't care officially. How many, yeah, I don't care how many quadrillions of planets you have. It is single player as yeah. fuck. Yeah, like <laughs> there is no chance of you meeting. Oh, they tested you know, it. They took a couple of guys met on the same planet. Oh, whoa. Parked exactly the same place. And they um, see each looking other. At, yeah. one's looking at that mountain range, one's yeah. so literally they should have been looking at each other and yeah. Yeah. they, they looking not only the, didn't they see each other, one was standing there in nighttime and the other one was standing there in daytime. Oh, for real. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. There was a um one of one of my issues with it is there's only so much you can do with uh, making procedurally generated anything. Yeah, and it kind of shows. Like it looks, the game looks an awful lot like there's a, like giant chickens walking around with hippo heads. And, yeah, you know they're dancing and and it's the quests. when you make something <laughs> deliberately random. Yeah, you're making a pattern. Yeah. And the animals start to look the same, That's even exactly, though they're yes. all completely different. Yeah. That's exactly They have the right. same degree of wackiness. Yeah. Now, you can't say that about animals. You know what I mean? Like yeah. a lot of them look yeah. cool. Yeah, exactly. And they all Some follow, of them look they wacky. Follow, yeah. They follow rules. Yeah. You know what I mean? Um, they, they, may not be, they may not be rules that we have come up with, mm-hmm. obviously natural laws, yeah. but they follow very specific rules. And those are, rules are very deep. Like yeah. it's a big list of rules that create that process. Right. You can't just stick in ten rules. Into yeah. the world builder, <laughs> yeah, and come up with animals that it's a, it's that a work. lot and a lot and a lot of work on top of the lots yeah. of work for the planet system that's already. Yeah. I already think there. what they did uh, was an achievement. Yeah, it was yeah. It's definitely an achievement. It's, it's worth an price. experience. Like it's you'll drop fifty bucks game. at the camera show in ten minutes on on bloody tilter whirls and thirty year old <laughs> dodging car rides and stuff like that. Right, you'll drop that in twenty minutes and feel right, feel like I've been robbed. If you dropped the price on No Man's Sky and played it for two or three hours, you that's worth the money, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. Especially, I think the playtime, the average playtime is going to be a lot higher than that. Yeah, as well. it's an experience. Yeah. I've got friends that that play the play the shit out of that game. Mm. Yeah, but you should experience at least at some point. Mm. Like I'll probably end up doing it when the price comes down to negligible sort of yeah. tip money. Yeah, yeah. 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 If I'll I give it a crap, give, I give just about or? any game a go. Yeah, see what it's like. 
Yeah, and it's got some hype. And, you know, they're, they're, with a bigger team, imagine what a, the game would have been. Yeah. Because that's got to be a small team, hasn't it? Oh, I don't um, actually know. I remember seeing a picture of most all with their uh, with their disc having them gone gold, but I can't remember how many were in the, in the picture. All right. Here's the big one. Uh-oh. I'm going to start with Glenn this time. Yeah. Good. Good idea. Oh, by the way, I'm just going to point out that I actually never got to say what was wrong with the games industry. Oh, no, you didn't. Can you – can we oh, – I want an opinion <laughs> on that first. Okay. It is – the PC world we live in is killing everything. P- it is politically correct, not PC, PC versus Mac. No, no, yeah. no, no. Or PC versus console. Politically correct. <laughs> Here, I – what is good in the games industry? Companies like CD Projekt Red, where they, they – are going to show tits in their games and they don't give a shit who doesn't like it. Don't yeah. play their game. Yeah. Don't play their game. Yeah. Um, like yeah. it's, it's a game set in, I've seen people complain that there's not enough, uh, not enough cultural diversity in this game Yeah, where uh, there's no, there's no uh, dark skinned people, you know, in a game that's set in a Scandinavian environment yeah. that has race wars between elves and dwarves yeah. and people are complaining about the shade of their skin. Yeah. It's like, we need to, Get back to uh, the bigger picture and stop looking for reasons. Yeah, to there's complain a there's about a time it. and a place for everything. I think to go on with that uh, heaps. There's a lot of people with the new Zelda game coming out, Breath of the Wild, which obviously uh, for those who don't know on the stream, I'm probably the biggest Zelda fan in the history of ever. Yeah, just look at his clothes. <laughs> just look at me. <laughs> look at me, everyone. Um, so with that, there was a lot of talk early on about. Uh, there being an option for you to play as both a male and female uh, link in the game, which I was like, why? And for the same reason, people might you know, obviously bring up, well, you know, you've got to give female players the opportunity to People need, that, no, sorry, but people you, need a reason to complain. And yeah. if, if they did do that, I guarantee you there would be people coming out of the woodworks that are saying, well, if, for example, you were a female link, mm. they'd make Zelda male. And yeah. I guarantee you people would come out of the woodwork saying, well, why, is, why does yep. Zelda have to be male? Yep. Why can't it be, you know, a, a yeah. nice, nice gay relationship? No, I, I agree. Yeah, it's yeah, exactly yeah. right. And, and like what about adult content versus uh, toddler content, you know, and yeah. all the age groups in between? Yeah. You can't no. keep everyone happy all of the time. Yeah. People no. feel like they have the right not to be offended by yeah. something. Yeah. And that is... Yeah, I feel you're like, going to have a bit of thicker skin and not yeah. be offended by something. There rather will than- always be things that offend you, right? Yeah. I eat meat. That's going to offend people, yeah. right? But I get offended by people that don't. Yeah, <laughs> I get offended like I do. By- to a certain degree. <laughs> yeah, I do. Yeah. I look at them and like unless it's unless it's required, yeah. right? Unless they have a requirement. Yeah. But if they choose not to because of some kind of principle, um, that offends me in a different way to probably that I offend them by chowing yeah. down on a nice <laughs> tea bone. It, it offends you in a sort of my beard. Yeah. It offends you, you in a sort of. Uh, oh, okay. Yes. Yeah. yeah. That was yeah. interesting. But I think I think you're. <laughs> yeah. The the direct result of this is that perfectly good ideas get corrupted because of it. Yeah. Well. Instead perfectly- of putting a big banner and saying this game is for this demographic. Yep. You're more than welcome, but I'm telling you. It's built for this demographic. <laughs> yeah, yeah. This game is built for this demographic. You pick whichever door you want to go into, but don't come into this door now that I've told you what's in there <laughs> and start bitching about it. That's yeah. what I don't like because I've, if I have to water down a perfectly good, good bit of content or IP to suit all of these 
fucking voices, moaners. Um, I'm only ever going to get left with a watered down piece of shit that doesn't represent what I wanted it to be in the first place, no matter yeah. what it is. Yeah. That happens a lot these days, even just uh, not even in the content, but the gameplay of games, just yeah. with the ability for developers to patch a game. I mean, that's awesome. I'm so happy that we have that, especially for competitive yeah. games that need balancing yeah. after the fact, after the game has been completed. But then you get a lot of people that go, this gun's overpowered, this character's too strong, or we don't like this about the game, we need you to add this about the game. How could you not have done that to begin with? And all you Then they get cranky when they don't do it. Yep. Yep. When I suggest that you've got to change the game and you don't do it, I then go on a rampage into the, into the Twitter sphere yeah. Try to bring it out, and you know what? If you are someone that has the followers, you you can do quite a lot of damage, and that's a huge amount of damage. Yeah, uh, irreparable mm. damage. It's getting to a point where um, where that is the the new superpower is this social um, oh, movement online. Yeah. It's yeah. it's moving borders, man. And what makes yeah? We've got these people. Um, I'm not going to name names to say that I can stay as. As, uh, as PC. PC as <laughs> We've got people speaking in front of the fucking UN yeah. about, you know, being, you know, not liking the way things are in the video games industry and, yeah. you know, saying, and this is, this is legit and this isn't, isn't actually to do with games, but saying that, um, that they shouldn't have to prove that somebody has harassed them on Twitter. Yeah. Um, it should be basically a system where it's uh, guilty until proven innocent. Of course. Um, and and there's in Germany now has Twitter police. Did you know that that are actually going around? Really? Um, yeah. Basically, wow. yeah. It's a, that wow. was, that's more of a religious PC uh, movement. It's crazy. But yeah, this the world is going nuts. It's falling apart. It's it is it is moving. Like you can take an army into a country, but you'll never win a war unless you win hearts and minds. Yeah. You've got to win the people over. Twitter does that without firing a shot, man. Like you, if you can win a crowd over to your argument, that people people go to war for that. Oh, people yeah. try to change yeah. the consciousness of a society in a in a really violent way, and have done for centuries and centuries. And here we have this tool. I don't even have to pay to join up. I don't need anything. I don't even need a PC. Yep. You know, and I can devastate you. I can run your business into the ground, um, man. And I don't, I don't, I'm not a hacker. I don't have to be, you know, I can be anyone. I could be yep. a 12-year-old kid. I could take you down. Yep. I know I could take your internet, your um, YouTube channel down. Yep. Yeah. No problems at all, man. <laughs> yeah. A lot of the uh, complaints I've seen on, on YouTube from, I've, I've watched a bunch of politically charged YouTubers, and, uh, and they get taken down without even a check. Just if enough people complain about you, they won't even look at your page. They'll just rip it down. YouTube is sort of making the rules up as they go along. At the um, and those rules have <laughs> been very grey. You know what I mean? They they they've they've released a new lot of rules that you can't make videos that are um negative in their message, um yeah. and and it's that type of language. Yeah, I, wow. I also heard uh, something about uh, they've got anti swearing policies. You Ooh. cannot monetize your yeah. videos if you swear in them. Yeah, because oh, wow. apparently you turn your product into a non marketable product. Oh, well, so, the sorry thing is, they making- don't tell you. That they're that they're demonetized because it's not it's retrospective too. They're going back. There's some guys have got two thousand videos out there, right? Some more, and they make a little bit of here and there, a little dollar off that one, ten dollars off that one a day and whatever, and they make a living out of it. Some of them making stupid money, mm. but all of a sudden, three quarters of your collection can't be monetized, yeah. right? 
That's it, brutal. It, so it's backdated? Yeah. They wow. go back through wow. and they don't even tell you that they've done it. There's still, all of a sudden you just go through your account and see that the monetization thing is, is not there anymore. That's dirty. They've got to, in, in today's market, there are too many competitors just sweating in the wings, man. They're just waiting for YouTube and, and Facebook to trip up. And Facebook have almost done it a couple of times. They've almost done irreparable damage. But YouTube have sort of really only stitched up the people that are trying to make a living out of it, and there's not a lot of those. There's mm. there's there's enough, and it's growing. Yeah. But those people will go and make a living somewhere else. If you know, if someone else says, "Hey, here's a new here's a new way for you to make money." Every time someone views your video, they don't. There's no ads. You, you don't. You don't. It's not a percentage of ad revenue at point zero 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 one percent of a cent. Um, and you, well, meanwhile, YouTube are making thousands off the ads. Um, you're going to make one tenth of a cent for every time the video is viewed. <laughs> There'd Bye. be a mass exodus. <laughs> there would be a mass exodus. Yeah. Oh, no, they do um, IP. It would yeah. be unique IPs. But even then, you can get around it. Yeah. But that would be enough for there to be a mass exodus away from YouTube. Mm-hmm. Because yeah. if I have 48 million subscribers like a PewDiePie or someone like that, how many of them do you reckon will go with me and start using that other service to, to watch my videos? Oh, yeah. well, um, They'll all go. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, I know that there's people that, you know, extremely loyal to view, uh, sorry, to, uh, content creators like PewDiePie yeah. who literally go on, and I used, to be, I used to be one of these chumps, not for PewDiePie but just for some various others, who literally would only watch that content, that was it. Yeah. YouTube was closed. Yeah. Um, and yeah, if they weren't doing it there, I'd go to where the content was. Yeah. Loyalty to the creator. Yeah, Nobody's not, loyal yeah. to YouTube. It's not like, oh, PewDiePie's <laughs> going over there. I'm going to stick with YouTube because yeah. I believe. There'll be one or two. They're going to go. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Your boy is. Yeah. Wearing a red hat with a little white play symbol on the top. <laughs> All right. YouTube's biggest fan. Gentlemen, I have a 100 million check and I'm going to give it to you as a loan because I trust that you're <laughs> going to create a game for me that's going to bring me a return within 12 months. Okay. <laughs> what game do you make? Ooh, that's a good one. And I need a, I need a return oh. on my 100 million of 50%. I want a 50% return. I want $50 million back in the first 12 months. Well, first thing, I think it's got to be multiplayer. It doesn't? I don't think it does. I think it's got to be a, uh iPhone puzzle game. Yeah. Uh, it's, yeah. it's two interesting it to, points of view. You know, like quirky and, and big demographic, you mean? Quirky, not so much. Okay. But yeah. you're going for the portable I'm market. I'm going for people like looking at flashing colors on iPhones. Yeah. Um, specifically, for some reason, if it looks like food. They tend to like <laughs> fruit ninjas and, <laughs> and yeah, 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 candy crush, yeah. Soda, crazy cupcakes, whatever. <laughs> so it needs to be food based. If we're yeah. just dissecting what currently cooking mama, food. but for phones, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Um, and obviously, we need the microtransactions. Of course, yeah. Mm-hmm. You um, can't have an iPhone game without microtransactions. Yeah, and, and this is the mechanic. We're we talking about a payment process or the mechanic in the game. 
Oh, I'm talking about. Oh no, no, no we the microtransactions. Yeah, we just want to get money because okay, we cool. need to pay you back. Dave, yeah, we're a bit worried. Yeah, now. yeah, no, I'm, <laughs> you don't have to worry. I'm going to worry. Every every single cent of that is going straight into your bank account. Yeah, absolutely, yeah. absolutely. Otherwise, dire consequences. Yeah. Oh, I, did, I forgot to tell you about that. Well, you don't worry. You've already spent the hundred million. Yeah. Okay. We'll deal with that the consequences. It. Yes. <laughs> it's in the contract. Once the money is spent, you've signed the contract. Um, okay, so it's so we've gone portable. All right. Yeah. Let's yeah. go with portable idea. Um, yeah. Uh, I don't know. Hundred million. I, I think. I think still having some I'm, sort of mass. How much money is going to be left? I gave you a hundred million. I'm just worried Dave's going to break my legs. <laughs> so I, we have to spend the hundred. Somebody's million. done it once. Yeah, to me before. I want a hundred million dollar game. Well, you're going to give me fifty million back, and you have got a better chance of making fifty million back if you Can spend we a hundred million. Fifty million dollar game and get a year to work on it. Yeah. I reckon that's going to be the best way, and we just yeah. hide it from Dave. And <laughs> we spent fifty million dollars on security in a castle. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Old French channels. Yeah. Yeah. That's not crazy. That's very good. Not uh, exactly what I was looking for in the in the, in the brains trust yeah. of the game art world. Woo. It's not me. <laughs> oh, no. I'd, right. I'd spend I'd spend fifty million dollars on. I'd set myself up somewhere like you would never find me again. I'd yeah. have, you would walk into I my have, garage. I have a particular set of skills. Yeah. You need them. <laughs> find me on a little island off Costa Rica somewhere yeah. with a garage that when you walked into it, it was just like blindingly bright from all of the beautiful cars. And- <laughs> you, would, you would definitely – Fifty million—that's enough for a floating island, isn't it? Like it's yeah. enough for, oh, hey, enough for a, a reasonable size ocean liner. Fortress. Yeah, yeah. I, I feel like I would be getting in some kind of deal with the U.S. military. <laughs> You'd have to giving them all a picture of your yeah. face, saying, yeah. "If you see this guy, fucking yeah. shoot him. He's coming for us." <laughs> <laughs> Meanwhile, the game's blown up, and it's yeah. uh, it's the biggest thing that's uh, yeah. ever hit the world. Yeah, mm. yeah. yeah, huge in. Um, I'm coming back to you with the money, just saying, please cut yeah. me in, Dave. <laughs> so it's huge. It's number one in Guam. Um, <laughs> I don't know. I like lower Quebec. So I, I don't. Canada. I, yeah. I don't know how to monetize games. I just like quirky things. Yeah. So I would. I would be. I, I think you're onto work. something though with the iPhone thing. I mean, all we have to do is look at Pokemon Go and its its success. Although I'm not not sure how it's going I, these do, days. Do I think you, it lost a lot of its player base. Do you think that it's uh, the Go? That brought people to the game, or do you think it's the Pokemon? It's the Pokemon, but I think it's Pokemon combined with the Go. I feel like if it was Digimon Go, it wouldn't be anywhere near as popular. Or maybe not as popular, but I think it'd still be pretty close. Yeah. I think you'd still get, um, <laughs> I think you'd still get uh, a lot of people that come come into that market. It's still quite heavy so with, with Pokemon. The the rundown that I saw is that. Development was strong. It was good. It was a good product. It found its market, went stupid, went nuts. And then they started to mismanage their product a little bit um, because the public started to think on their feet and bring in external sort of uh, apps and things like that to make the process. And they didn't like that. So they started to shut shit down inside their game that that was made that incompatible. They just released their bracelet, which I saw is, I think, 50 bucks for from EB Games where it'll vibrate and tell you if there's Pokemon yeah. nearby and apparently you can catch them from just pressing buttons Give on it a little as well. thrill every time a Pikachu comes <laughs> yeah. wouldn't, wouldn't you love to be a documentary team? Halfway through that, come in halfway through the development and then follow it to now and just be privy to those boardroom discussions by the heads up, the money people that are freaking out from one week to the next. They're sort of 
popping champagne one week and the next week it's like, how did we lose it all? And then the next week it's up and down, fluctuating. Stupid numbers, ridiculous yeah. numbers. Yeah, it was well, insane. What, what was the, how much did their shares go up? Uh, Nintendo's shares went up. <laughs> so Nintendo's shares went like skyrocketed and then they came straight back down when people realised Nintendo didn't actually make the game. Oh, really? <laughs> wait, wait, wait. Why did, oh, okay. Because so people were, Niantic yeah, okay. developed the game, but Nintendo holds the IP. Oh, wow. Here's, here's the problem. <laughs> um, when you're, uh, oh, have I, I just totally lost my train of thought. Um, when... When you base your game, so that Pokemon's um, based off, well, at least the the source code is based off another game, right? It's based off uh, some little tower game that you run. Oh, I did hear take about towers that. towers instead of taking gyms or whatever it is. Yeah. Um, and there's little nodes or some shit all throughout it. Um, they've literally basically just said, okay, what is, for argument's sake, I don't know the name of the game, but what is a gun tower in this is now a Pokestop in this. What is a oh, yeah. circuit node? Almost like a whatever. rebadging. Yeah. yeah. Whatever is a circuit node in this, so say the code for that is, I don't know, 331. 331's code in, uh, in uh, Pokemon is a Bulbasaur. And they've just literally gone through, and what the code for this is in one game is this in another game. And mm. so people have basically just figured out what each one is and made entire maps. Yeah, yeah. Well, so... Um, which could be as simple if they were organised the first time around. It could be as simple as just swapping out some tables, like swapping out some data tables, some data sets. Yeah. Like if the engine and the way it's – like the internal infrastructure of the game has been done tidy mm-hmm. and they've been smart about how they've laid it out the first time around, yeah. rebadging it could have been a very, very simple process and cost them very little at all. Potentially. I'm sure yeah. they were smart about it. They, they, they must have. It's a pretty pretty sophisticated little little game that they'd made, the first mm. one that they'd made before um, Pokemon. Um, I think one of, my, one of my mates brought it to me quite a while ago. And he was like, check this out, man. Because the Pokemon, they would have heard, the developers, were they in partnership with um, the owners of the actual Pokemon IP, or is that is that Nintendo? We're we talking about N- Nintendo. So Nintendo right. owned the IP. So yeah. so if someone wanted to make a Pokemon Pokemon movie, yeah, they're getting they're going to have to they go through Nintendo. Okay, yeah. Well, the whole the whole show was uh, put on by yeah. Nintendo as an advertising well, it, it, campaign. Oh, really? They game. developed it. Yeah, yeah. I never knew that. It's for the yeah. card game, right? Well, it was it was the game itself. So it was the video game itself, and then I think it went, and then it went into the show, and then the the trading cards as well. Is how I remember it when I was younger. It was huge. It oh, was huge. I was a huge Pokemon kid when yeah. I was younger. Huge. Oh yeah, were you wearing all the shirts and belts and? <sighs> I had a school uniform back then. Did yeah. Slain. He was sneaky about it. He gave himself a little prison tat of Pikachu. <laughs> <laughs> you might have touched down. a raw nerve. Yeah. <laughs> What are you talking about, man? Yeah. <laughs> told you not to talk about prison. Yeah, just whatever gets too much. Yeah. Thanks, Take man. Take a sip and end it all. These are the uh, – while well, we're looking at it. I'm, I'm, I'm not – I can't say I'm disappointed that you didn't spend all of my $100 million. <laughs> Um I'm still yet to see whether we, we're making the $50 million that I need. I feel like I'm not. I'm well, not equipped enough to spend. In theory, million. in theory, you could take the fifty million, spend it all, give me back fifty million a year later, <laughs> and you've still met the the conditions of my uh, 
Yeah. yeah. I like this deal. Let's, let's do this. <laughs> that's what I said I was going to do. So yeah. is that absolutely okay that I do that? Sure. Where's right. the check? It's, it's <laughs> yeah. in the mail. This is... Um, I love the idea that somebody's mailing 100. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, this is Metacritic's uh, game company publishers, game publishers uh, ratings or rankings okay. from 2015. 2016, they don't keep sort of ongoing stuff as far as I could find. Um, so these are rank average uh, scores attributed to uh, a publisher and it also lists their best uh, their best game in relation to Metacritic score. So Sega's at the top of the list there with the best overall release, 3D Streets of Rage 2. Can, wow. I, just, can I just express my excitement that Streets of Rage is still being made? <laughs> they, I didn't even know that was it's on. It's in sequels. <laughs> Holy shit, yeah. <laughs> 3D Streets of Rage, which is impressive enough yeah. as it is. I yeah. remember riding around on my little roller skates, beating the shit out of thugs. Up <laughs> and then coming home and sitting down yeah, and playing Streets, Streets of Rage. <laughs> Sonic, no. Sonic's there. It would have to be there, wouldn't it, for um, for Sega? Surely. Are you a Sega or Sega? Sega. Whatever. Sega. Well, I think it's Sega, right? I think it is Sega because that's what they say Sega. when... Sega! Yeah. <laughs> is that, that's what you, the, the Sega Mega Drive used, yeah. To, yeah. used to say yeah, that when you, you, when you yeah. fight it up, yeah. I got hooked on... Um, on console gaming with Sonic because Sonic allowed you to collect rings and after a, after 100 rings you got a life. And that's ridiculous because I started a game at four in the afternoon and I was still playing it at 10 o'clock next morning <laughs> because you kept earning. All you got to do is go back and keep earning more rings and, and stuff and then you yeah. just get more lives. At one point you had 16 lives and it's – you have to kill yourself to try to go to the toilet or something. <laughs> um, yeah, so that was – and that hooked me on console games. I managed – I was a hard worker before that. I'm a huge fan of these guys. Nah, Telltale Games? Telltale. I, that, am, oh, I am a huge fan. Oh, you are? They're spectacular, yeah. Yeah. Um, Minecraft Story – what? Yeah, Story Mode. Worst overall release, Minecraft Story Mode. Ep2, assembly required, PS4. Why – what? Really? Yeah. That's, they're not the games I expected to see up there. Really? Yeah. yeah. So Telltale made the, uh, the Game Walk- of Thrones one. They yeah, made the Walking Among Dead. Us, Walking Dead. Have you played The Wolf Among Us? I haven't played any of Telltale games, oh, actually. Really? Oh, yeah. They're spectacular. They're just stories. They're interactive stories. Okay. So you get to choose. Like a choose-your-own-adventure. Yeah, yeah, basically. Um, I think the Walking Dead one's pretty intense. Like it's yeah. pretty real-time, and if you don't make a decision fast, yeah. you know, well, between they're up one there. person and the other, then... That's number two in the list. Yeah. So they're getting some pretty, on average, pretty good, pretty good scores. I'm sure Telltale mm. are another one of those, um, we don't care if you don't like our game, don't play our game. We don't yeah. Care. Strong it's a very unique, stand the ground. It's a very unique um, genre of game that you don't really see too much. I'm, I'm still to date the only one that's played, uh, played The Wolf Among Us that I've met that uh, happily ripped, uh, what's his name? Is it Grendel? You've got to, you can get the option to go full wolf mode and rip this guy's arms off. Oh, really? And I rip the that, sounds like, that sounds like something <laughs> you would do. Off. He was being a dick. Yeah, you can imagine the moment. He was being a dick for the whole conversation. Yeah. And then it was like, do you want to rip his arms off? Fuck yeah. yes. I want to rip his arms off. <laughs> they put the, chop, the option yeah. there for a reason. Yeah, that's what happens, mate. Yeah. Next time, watch your mouth. And these are teaching us good lessons in life. <laughs> yeah. Sony number uh, number three moved up a rank from number four from uh, 2014. Yep. 
So they're doing some good things there. Jenny Bloodborne. Yeah. Okay, yep. The Muppet Movie Adventure. <laughs> <laughs> so, so this is – Sony didn't make Journey. No, but they're no, publisher, pub, they're publisher, publishers. Publishers. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like, come on. <laughs> yeah. Blizzard. Wow. Yeah. Best new uh, IP, White Knight. What? What is what is White Knight? It's not. I don't even know what that is. Oh, uh, it's not Overwatch. Oh yeah. I've, well, this 2015. Oh, okay. Oh, okay yeah, yeah. yeah. That's fair. <laughs> they've done. I was. Some, I was. I was. I was. I was like, that's not how you spell Overwatch. <laughs> this is White Knight. I don't know what the hell it is. Oh, we're going to find it. out. Yeah, don't know. What is it? Ooh. Ooh, already right. impressed. Yeah, it's cool. Oh, yeah. So White Knight is our first project. It's a kind of uh, old survival world style game. It's the story of a guy who, after a car crash, has to find help in a strange manner. We were inspired by all the movie genre. And also, we were a fan of all the survival horror games. Our vision is to put the player into an old-school survival horror with next-gen features. The art style is interesting, yeah? Yeah, it's, yeah. it's very we pretty. The shader story works that like brought much uh, narration, like there's, there's much uh, immersion, and I think the player though. will have yeah. fun oh, I think if you're trying to cut them off the background like that, you kind of need that the, uh, the outline shader. Yeah. But Camera there's times where he's surrounded by influenced by, by the old uh, movie genre, and uh, also for the light and dark, we were inspired by German Expressionism. For characters and furnitures, the 30s influence make a strong atmosphere. That was the uh, CEO of Unity. Oh, was it? Yeah, no, check it out. For me, the best part of the game <laughs> is the attic in the manor, <laughs> uh, <laughs> where you will um, find uh, strange ghosts. My uh, favorite part of the game is the dance scene, but uh, I cannot speak uh, more oh, about it because even uh, I don't want to spoil it to the players. Believe me, when you will play it, you will understand which part is it. Interesting. Cool. Thanks. On the list to check out, yeah, the other five hundred games. Yiddy, how have I not heard about that? How does that get Activision yeah. and Blizzard's best new IP? Yeah, and it falls that far under the radar. When was it? When was it released? Does it say? Uh, released date third of March two thousand and fifteen. Oh yeah, yeah. Wow, there's a developer there. Oh, oh, some studio. Mm. Play on words. Cool. So we'll do. We'll just do the top five. Um, Devolver. Devolver. What did they get into? The Talos principle. Yeah. Well. Yeah. Duke Nukem 3D. Oh, we better have a look yeah. at. That was a Vita release of Duke Nukem 3D. How? Did, oh, what? How are they? It's the, the it's the Megaton <laughs> edition. How, I actually played it? through that game on uh, on Xbox. Uh, the entire game? Yeah, with, with uh, three mates is probably one of the most hilarious gaming experiences <laughs> I've ever had my entire life. One great story came out of it is I was in an elevator that kept coming up and my mate put one of the holograms on it that he'd picked up and the model doesn't have any complex shaders or anything on it so it just looks like a replica of the 3D model and you can't fit two people in, in this elevator. So I was waiting for him with this thing coming up and down. I was going, get out the elevator, what are you doing? <laughs> 
<laughs> and then he just starts cracking up. I was like, what? He's like, it wasn't me. <laughs> we should have a look. We'll have a quick look at Nintendo, see if they've done anything. Mario Kart 8 DLC Pack 2 oh, really? is the highest wow, the rating for DL- them. DLC. And uh, Splatoon was very, very well received. Splatoon. Yep. That was the painting game, right? Yeah, yeah. The little guns. I think because I, I played a bit of that and I think harking back to my days of playing lots of Call of Duty and things like that, I think it was a really successful attempt at creating a really fun shooter that's uh, kids can uh, play. Yeah, kids can play it. Yeah. I actually never played it. No, yeah, in, interesting interesting mechanic. Yeah. I, I've never – oh, no, I tell a lie. I did one lap of a Mario Kart before, but I've never played Mario – how, Any no. of the original Mario games. How oh, have really? you survived this long, Dave? Like I said, I was busy working. You were busy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> He's just collecting microphones. Yeah, that's right. This <laughs> <laughs> empire didn't build itself, my friend. <laughs> <laughs> Your little egg cup empire. Okay. All right. So, different question now. I've got a check <laughs> with $1 million. Okay. All right. It's a far more manageable sum. What game are you going to build me? And I want to see a return. I want 100% return within two years. See, the return parts were what's getting me, Dave. I, yeah. I can tell you 100 games. Like it's a million. I want to see, all right, I want to see a $50 million return over the, in the first three years. $50 million. It's still a- <laughs> Well, what that means, by, by putting that premise on it, it means you can't just make a game – that you and your mates like, like you have to actually care about, you have to care about your audience (laughs) on a larger scale. Haven't you heard anything I've said? (laughs) (laughs) Fuck the audience. If you don't like it, don't play it. Well, uh, one mil, it's yours. I'd I'd just, can I just. You could build the same game. Yeah, yeah. Browse Peter Molyneux's account. (laughs) Have Have you checked out Peter Molyneux? Dude is, he's this guy on Twitter. If you want to see some outrageous game, uh, ideas. He's basically people say that it's probably just Peter Molyneux. He's the guy that made like Fable. Mm-hmm. Um, and there's this this Twitter account, Peter Molyneux, and he comes up with the funniest game ideas you've ever read. Like one of them was using the using a phone's GPS, a game where you use the phone's GPS um, to see how far you can drop your phone without it breaking. <laughs> <laughs> That's a great idea, right? Yeah, it is good. Um, have you heard the uh, heard about the cube? No. The Peter Molyneux game. That's, uh, this is a, an actual game that existed yeah. mm. where it was a, an MMO basically on, on a mobile device mm. where it was a cube that was covered in cubes, right? And uh, it was just, I'm talking millions of cubes, right? And every time you press a cube, it disappears. And it's just people trying to dig their way to the center of this cube. Oh, I got you. Because Peter Molyneux said uh, at the center of the cube is something that's going to change the gaming industry forever. Okay. I, I, I don't think it, I don't even know what it was. I can't, don't remember. But that cheeky fuck, right, he had microtransactions that made it so when you touched, they okay. were like pickaxes, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. When you touched, it got rid of more. There was a, I think it was $50,000 for a diamond pickaxe. Wow. And there were people doing Kickstarters trying to get 50 grand so that they could so get, they the could get a pickaxe. pickaxe to, oh, that's know, crazy. To get to the center of this thing. And yeah, I don't think it, I don't Curiosity. Think I being, being anything too. No, no, it was nothing special. Curiosity could be a good driver. Curiosity, yeah. candy, and puzzles. Yeah. Arms. And that's it. That's Curious so, Candy Puzzler. Yeah, that's, that's the name of the game. So you don't have, am I right in thinking you don't have a game in the barrel 
for when the when the person turns up with a million dollars. No, man, I just nah. know what I like. Like, um, you know, you know my got my baby game. Um, I've got the Viking game where you, you pillage and what would be the budget of a fully flushed out baby game? <coughs> the baby game. Oh, I don't. I don't. That's a good question. I think if yeah. I if I could give myself. How much you got? <laughs> I got a million dollars, man, <laughs> right. and I can't even give it away. Oh, there we go. Yeah. <laughs> okay, so I can. So there we go. Of course you can. I didn't tell you. Oh, I mean, so I'm going to make whatever you want. A, I'm going to get a flash hot team. Um, <laughs> of so Clint. Me, me and Jake, I'd be, I'd be hiring my old mate Jacob right here yes. as my environment artist, um, and he'd be getting, he'd be getting at least twenty grand a year. Yeah, at least. <laughs> at least. Yep. And, and it might be way more. Better than what I Cheesy balls, cheesy balls, and twenty grand. Mate, it might be way more than twenty grand. Potentially, um, I'd uh, I'd be hiring myself, obviously, at a lot more than I'd be hiring Jake. For. Um, two, two, three hundred grand a year. You're worth. And that's you, know, you own the IP as well. So what's that? That's, so if I'm earning three hundred grand right. a year, we'll grab Chinny because he works for free. Mm. Well, from what I've heard, from what I've heard, Chinny actually, hey Kyle, um, Chinny actually does all your work. Yeah, yeah, that's no, the, well. How do you think I got so far? <laughs> Na- natural skill? You turned on it. No, that was uh, that was the students have decided that uh, yeah. that Chinny does all my work for me. Oh, really? So they yeah. went to a game jam. They went to a game jam and, and Chinny was sitting there implementing all of Jake's crap. Oh, was it? Every, time every time Anthony walked, walked in, over and he'd be like, Jake, have you actually done any work on this thing? I'm like, yeah, I just was building that and Chinny's just putting the thing. Oh, so timing was the problem. Yeah. If they had to come just a bit earlier. Yeah, just a little bit earlier. We've uh-huh. seen all the hard work I put into that. Tell me about the baby game, though. I've seen the model, and it's a little got a little jet pack as yep. well. So yep. it's a flight sort of uh, mechanic. Yep. Oh, it's 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 more of a uh, uh, double jump sort of. Can I bring it up? Do yes. you have it anywhere? Is there yeah. anywhere I can? It's on my art station. Just type Glenn Cowley art station. You'll find it. You should find it. You should be able to go. Straight into maybe oh, you spell his name right. Yeah. Oh, did I? Oh, look at <laughs> Glen Cowley, South Africa. That's a um. So, basic premise of the game is you are babies in a combat arena. This one, yeah, yep. wearing little advanced mech suits. Cool. Yeah. Um. So just click on the play, and it'll give you a three D oh, model view. Where, it right beautiful. Here, yeah. Oh, lovely. Usually it takes a sec to load. So say again, you got So you're you're in a little arena. Mm-hmm. I say little arena, you're in a quite a large arena. Yeah. You're babies in mech suits. And uh the idea basically it stems from uh when I used to play uh Half Life Two. I used to run around and I would spend embarrassing amounts of time um doing this, is running around with a crossbow, just pinning people to stuff. Just being like <laughs> get ready <laughs> Eat shit. And uh, and <laughs> I wanted to build a game about that, and I've wanted to build a game about that since I since I studied, and uh, I decided. Oh, looking at that face shader makes me sad. Um, problem is, I, I built this guy for Unreal, and I just shoved all of his materials into Marmoset, and that's why his face is yeah, so. It doesn't blank. work quite as well as you. Yeah, think it would. I'd yeah. love to see this character in a um, in a Render Man render. Oh yeah, it look cool. Um, so your little babies in mech suits, as you can see, mm-hmm. uh, and you have giant plasma crossbows, and the idea is to shoot, impale, and pin the uh, your opponent baby to the wall. Um, and the wall is uh, well, there's goals on the wall that are basically always moving. Nice. Um, and so yeah, so it's, it's, just- it's 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 darts. 
Yeah. With a baby floating, it starts if, flying if, around yeah. in between you and the board. If you had, if darts allowed you to, uh, or if you had needed to hit something before the dart hit the dart, yeah, board, yeah. Then it would be darts. Yeah. Yeah. Um, uh, yeah. It's, it's literally just my, uh, my vision for the game. Oh, that's Mama said. Yeah. My vision for the game is literally just I want to be able to have a team based multiplayer game where you pin stuff to stuff. And so that was, that's all I started with. And then uh, it slowly uh, developed into this weird little baby mech game. Uh, if you zoom in on the back, just uh, there's some red lettering up the top there. Is it middle mouse or is it uh, an uh, alt? I think it might be the same as mouse. You can only go in a certain amount. Um, if you can't see it, uh, it basically says ballistic swaddling. And so I don't want the babies to be able to, uh, to be hurt. I don't want them to die. That's a little bit yeah. jacked. So uh, instead, it's too far, even for you, <laughs> even for me. Um, so instead, yeah, I, I basically I limited the camera, um, so you can't zoom oh, in right, any cool. further than that, just yep. so that you can't get into all the nooks and crannies that I uh, I don't want you to be able to see. Um, so yeah, uh, with that with that one little mechanic, it started as fat squat little naked dudes running around with bows and arrows, just pinning stuff each other to stuff. Yeah, and then uh, through. Uh, Further conversations with my colleagues, it was just, it turned into, what if it was a baby? It was like, huh? And so it ended up being little babies, naked babies running around with bows and arrows. And then I was like, it's a little bit fucked up shooting <laughs> bows and arrows. Uh, arrows at babies. So uh, I put them in this little thing that I call a ballistic swaddling suit. Uh, and yeah, so they're completely encased. I expect them to be like all you know, wobbly yeah, yeah. and just squeaky latex uh, making stupid noises. I've That'd had look cool, actually, with yeah. that, that sort of uh, animation style. It'd, yeah. It'd look great. And get them, uh, I saw on, um, there was a Oculus Rift game, a horror Oculus Rift game where you play as a kid. Remember what it was? Uh, something, something Sleep. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Among the Sleep. Among the Sleep, that's it. And you play as this little baby. And one of the coolest things that I want to rip off from these people is, <laughs> is that I'm, fully comfortable admitting is you look down when you are this baby um, and you see, you know, babies, babies do this. Babies <laughs> like when they're uncomfortable or when they're just, you know, the little uneasy, they feel like touching themselves, I guess. And so you look down and the baby, you can see you've got one hand holding a bear and the other one's just playing with his belly. And I really like the idea that he just, you know, every now and then he'll just like just start yeah, yeah. playing with his belly like yeah. a baby would. Um, I, I want to get my, uh, my niece, to uh, record some audio, just, yeah. just some squeaky little noise. Have you got a programmer? Uh, I do. Yeah, my uh, my house. Oh, oh, that's of, right. You, yeah, my housemate's currently studying. That's uh, right. Yeah, programming. So it doesn't seem to me like it would be massively complex. Uh, it it's the be, physics. The physics yeah. is the weirdest part. But um, but not a it, like as a. It's not like you got to build fifty environments. No. Um, and then it's one and done. Basically. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and it's going to be scalable. I want, you know, mm. it, I'm hoping it'll be fun with 1v1, but, you know, it, it'll be expandable to 2v2, 3v3, whatever. I want it to be boys versus girls. Yeah. Um, because. Oh, I don't know yeah, about so, that. Segregation, right, man. Because fuck the PC world. <laughs> it's going to be boys versus girls. The girls are going to be wearing pink because pink is a girl's color. Oh. And blue is oh. a boy's color. You want little. You put little nodules all over him that you can clamp. Oh, mate! So, stuff onto <laughs> so bigger jets and. Um, so I'm thinking that maybe I'm going to put something just here, a little, a little, uh, 
like a little bracket. Yeah. That uh, an umbilical tube can connect to. Oh, cool. So that it actually, like, that's how it powers the system. <laughs> yeah. Um, I like it. I like this little peak here. Yeah, the little hat. The little Donald Duck peak. <laughs> <laughs> um, I think it was, I think, was it Commander Keen that gave me gave me just a little bit of a ideas towards that? Did you ever play the Commander Keen games when you were younger? Oh, I know the name. Dude with a pogo stick and yeah. a yellow stack hat? Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. It was, I used to love that game. The only reason why that rings a bell to me is I've had to, I've spent a lot of time around Donald Duck's beak. Okay. Like I've had to model it. Okay. A couple of times, and yeah. and um, you just get to know silhouette shapes, and and because that's a very unique shape. Like it's it's it bends this way, yeah, and yet it also sort of has this little kick on yeah. it mm. as well. It's not easy to actually do that and make it look like uh, like it would work. Yeah. But yeah, even the thickness of it is exactly the right thickness <laughs> for Donald Duck's beak. I can't unsee that now. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's cool, man. I'm glad we opened that up. We shall uh, we shall feature some more of your artwork um, well, and yours yours okay. too, Jake, oh. uh, in future episodes. Sorry, can I just say, click on uh, Glenn Cowley. Where? Yeah, on my name. Over here? Yeah. yeah. So that's an older version. This is the most up-to-date. Oh, this oh, one? I've got to get rid of him. Um, the- yeah, this is the most up-to-date version of that dude. Awesome. Yeah, so this was my experiment with the texturing XYZ uh, skin maps. They've got these insanely large, like 30,000 pixel wide um, 3D scans of uh, skin texture. Yeah. And they've got tertiary shapes, they've got uh, secondary shapes, and they've got micro shapes, which are basically you've got the largest skin forms and moles and that sort of stuff. And uh, then you go down to the, uh, like, uh, more skin surface wrinkles. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then on the micro one, it's it's just pores, and you basically stack all those together, um, paint it on uh, your model in Mari, mm-hmm. and then uh, bake out the um, bake out the uh, the texture again. So you basically you apply it as a diffuse, you paint it on as a diffuse, and then you bake it out of that, and then separate it out again, and so it gives you um, their texture on your UVs. Oh yeah, awesome. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Wow. Mari does some interesting things with UVs. Yeah. And Renderman does too. I, I literally only learned Mari for this process. Like, I, I don't know any other steps inside of Mari except for how to do projections. Yeah. There's a there's a UV addressing system in, in Renderman um, that we're used to 1-1. One, one, one. Mm-hmm. This UV coordinate system that they use is 1-1 one, one is just 1.1. One and then the same space again, 1.2, 1.3, all the way to 10, and then it jumps up a line, and then it's yeah. 11. That's your Udim. Yeah, Udim. Udim sets, yeah, yeah, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, Udim yeah. space. Um, that stuff's crazy because mm. each one of those can be 2K yeah, or 4K, 2K, 2K. It's purely that's, a that's still nuts. It's <laughs> still, still a hot. rendering solution, yeah. Well, no, well, it's just an alternative way of, um, of including a lot of texture data. In one yeah, set I th- of, I think games data. are starting to have a look into Udim. I've heard some things. Do like, you know any examples? Um, I don't think there are any games that are currently using it. Yeah. I think it's still very uniquely screened, but I think it'll be something that will be implemented. Yeah, at it's some because you could take a whole a whole um, environment mm. and all of the textures. I mean, we can, are we in can, the one space. One. Yeah. We can already do some tricky stuff yeah, in um, in Unreal using multiple UV sets, mm. but having just the one UV set. 
Because think of think of the data, better. the the data underrun or the uh, underhead uh, instead of overhead. Mm-hmm. How little you have to process when it's all coming from one sheet. Yeah, all the objects are coming yeah. from one sheet. Yeah, in, that's instead nuts. of having to open that UV space every yeah, single time the camera call. sees it. That's that's what we do in game engines. These days. Yeah. Uh, just, but we have to. It's more of a manual process. Yeah. Atlas all yeah. the textures into one larger sheet. Yeah, I'm pretty sure Unreal. Um, I've had lots of discussions with Dean about this and talked about atlasing textures. And I think the one downside with atlasing the textures is it's more time. Mm. Um, and it can you can hurt your head a little bit trying to manage everything. Uh, sometimes, but I'm pretty sure Unreal will already compile all the textures in your scene into a single atlas when it actually goes to run. Mm. But I think the size of that atlas will obviously increase the larger your textures are that you bring to the scene. Yeah. Yeah. And textures have been a, a, a sticking point for games for a long time. They sort yeah. of, they, they hold you back because we never seem, we always seem to be slightly behind what our ambitions are. Yeah. yeah don't we? And, and yeah. we have to play the catch up hmm. game, but we do catch up. We end up catching up and then we have to set the bar again higher and we keep hmm. setting it up, which is great. That's why art is the way it is. It's- as we said at the start. Well, that, that's a segue to what I wanted to talk to you guys about too, um, is we've, he, we've had a bit of a glut and we're going to continue in 2016 to have a bit of a glut on game movies. Oh, we've got Assassin's Creed coming later in the year. With Kanye West oh. playing over or Drake or whoever it I was. I don't know. Did you see the trailer for that? Was that? It's like Kanye fucking West. That wasn't – are you talking about Assassin's, Assassin's Creed, Creed or Rogue, yeah. Rogue One? Had no, I'm the, talking about the Assassin's oh, I think, Creed. I think it is. It's like oh, I didn't see it. completely <laughs> – yeah. it's set in, uh, in, you know, Middle Ages. Yeah. That it's like – story is. Deaf, deaf rhythm, rhythm method, something. I know who you're talking about because I was watching, listening to a podcast today and they made reference of it. Yeah. Um, so – World of Warcraft. What did we? What did we think of it? Oh, man, all right. So I, I, I yeah. well, let's it. split it. Let's split it first. What did you think of it as a technical achievement? Okay. First. Yep. Technical achievement. I think it was spectacular yeah. at times. I agree. It kind of fell short of the mark. Yeah, I agree. Times. I agree. Um, there were times where it was some of the most outrageously intense three um, D uh, compositing mm. over yeah. a, um, an actual video yeah. that I'd ever seen. It was the orcs were intense. Orcs were great. Orcs. I, I thought they were great. I thought they missed opportunities um, to to do to go even further with them. Yeah. Um, but yeah, they held up. They they told story. They. I, I feel like the problem with the movie isn't necessarily a technical one. It's it. They fell short of the mark on uh, the the acting. They they got some first class actors that did not such a first class job. I believe so too. Um, so well, the, the king. Where do we get this guy from? He looks like the worst. Like, why? Why would you cast someone that doesn't look like a king? Yeah, I know he looks like a child, <laughs> and, and he looks like something is definitely wrong with him. Like someone stretched his head yeah. like this, and his eyes were looking out this way. He, <laughs> didn't he look weird? Yeah. Okay. So he's uh he's actually I can't. He might be a talented name. actor. He's actually. Have you ever seen the show Preacher? Oh yeah, yeah. I he, knew I'd seen him. Yeah. Do you, do you know the his girlfriend in that? In pre well, uh, in preacher, um, his his uh, ex girlfriend, I guess, um, is the queen in in Warcraft. Oh, so really? Both, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. So yeah. Uh, preacher and his his partner, are yeah. king and queen in uh, in the Warcraft movie. And I think you're right. Even the good actors put in a pretty bad performance. Yeah. Um, uh, Ragnar Lothbrok put in an awesome job because he played Ragnar. How bad Lothbrok. would the movie have been? Yeah, without him. Without him in it. Yeah. What they needed to do was they needed to show it from the orcs' point of view, 
and it's then show it from the human's point of view or the other way around. I don't really care. Fill your boots either and, way. And commit. Yeah, so that you have a chance to connect to yeah. characters. So the, yeah. on, the only characters that I gave any fucks about in that movie were Ogrim. Oh, not Ogrim. Durotan. Yeah. And, uh, and Ragnar. Yeah. And I, I don't remember his actual name. It's kind of inconsequential. He's always going to be Ragnar from yeah, now Yeah, yeah. Well, that's it. Yeah. Um, but they're the only two because they're the only two that were on the screen long enough for you to care about. The whole story with Ragnar's kid could have been left out of it. Yeah. The dude that played him was subpar. It felt um, it felt forced it and cheap cheap forced. gig with the father not being able to reach the son yeah. dying and, oh, and like, was, but was how there anyone that gave a shit that the son was dying? Well, who is yeah. and who was the son? Why yeah. why why is he even in the movie? Yeah, exactly he does nothing right. in the movie exactly. except for dying. Yeah. Um, and the bad guy. <laughs> Was terrible. Like his performance was terrible. Yeah. Like I didn't believe him. Yeah. I, he's the only one that didn't feel like it was an actor. Yeah, you know I mean? he didn't feel like he was acting. He felt like he was animated and just. And I don't know what the law is. I don't know whether he. Oh, they ruined. He me. got taken over <laughs> by the. They fucked the law. Do you yeah. know what I mean? But yeah. oh, one thing I know for sure: I don't know the law. Having looked at his performance, yeah. like I don't know, was he aware, or was this thing? part of him and he wasn't really aware until this one point where it sort of took over him. No, he's totally aware. He's and totally see, I didn't get that I, because if he's acting, it was just never I there. Think, I think me not knowing anything about the law just made me totally lost throughout that whole movie. I was just yeah. watching and I didn't quite understand the motivation, I guess, more than anything for yeah. why characters were doing certain I things. I got the motivation of the orcs. I got the fact that there's yeah. this green goo, right, This that this that that – takes life force, right? It lives off life force. And and when you can harness this green goo, you are powerful, right? Yeah. And so I get that. I get their whole thing. We should have just followed them. Right? I agree. Right? Yeah. And 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 then the humans, we don't have to demonise the humans, right? But they're just on the other side. Yeah. And we could have another movie where we're on that side and we don't follow these people over here and whatever. Yeah. But instead they didn't commit. And so we're in and out of both camps all the time and we didn't know who, well, who's a bad guy here. I know he is, but why – you know, and, oh, yeah. fuck. Um, what are you doing? What are you doing? You could have done so well with it. The thing is with they, such an audience, they had a captive audience. Oh, yeah, and they had the Warcraft audience. How many active subscribers did Warcraft have at its peak? Like yeah. 20 million or something ridiculous? Mm. It did 400 million worldwide, but I think it only did about 180 million domestic. In, are you in, talking about dollars? Oh, I was talking – Box I'm, office. I'm referring to – um. To uh, subscriber numbers, I'm just talking. Oh about yeah, yeah. Getting yeah. getting butts in seats. Yeah. Um, well, that's the active. disappointment yeah, because if yeah. every subscriber went out and watched the movie, they would have made a lot money, more money than they did. If not for China, it would have been a, yeah. the flop of the summer. Well, I actually heard that the next one could potentially be a Chinese film. Yeah. Well, they don't have a problem with the sequel. They've they've literally said they loved it. Man. We'll have it. Take <laughs> it. Bring is, it. The thing is, I liked it as well because mm. I like high fantasy, and that's the kind of cheesy shit that I really just like to yep. zone out and pretend that this world is just gone for a while. Yeah. You know what I, mean? I didn't mind it, right? And I sat through it and I didn't finish the movie and go, oh, God, I can't get that two hours back. Yeah. Um, no, I didn't feel that, but I didn't feel – I just felt it. that they probably could have done it a little better yeah. relative to what I know mm. exists in the story – yeah. In the narrative. I wasn't too disappointed when I came out of it as well because there was a lot that I wasn't quite following or understanding. But I sort of went out of it and went, well, I haven't played World of Warcraft. I'm not a World of Warcraft fan, so yeah. that's okay because yeah. it's just not built for me. Yeah. Um, there's, but- the, there's the a la carte buffet, right, where you've got 4,000 options or there's the a la carte best meal in the house, one plate, right? I want a movie that's that. Yeah. I want it the best. Right, and I want it isolated, and I want it nice and tight, and I don't want anything hanging off the friggin' plate, 
and I don't want to have to go back for seconds, yeah. right? I just want it there. The, it was a buffet. It was all over the fucking place. Yeah. And mm-hmm. some of it was shit. Some of it was undercooked. Some of it was great. And because of it, it was a schmozzle. And um, I, I don't think they wrote themselves. Maybe the second film, they might pull it back. But now we live in a world where there is a genuine Chinese market for tentpole films, like the uh, the Gundam film. What was that? Oh, the, oh you're talking about um, Del Toro. Pacific Rim. Pacific Rim. Yeah, Pacific yeah. Rim. Oh, yeah. That went gangbust. They're making a second one. They're making a second one. How does that happen? Does because China absolutely lapped it up. Yeah. I think they co-produced it. I think it was Chinese money that went into it. Oh, okay. I think maybe American, uh, the American uh, filmmaking uh uh, population, I guess, is uh, is realizing that American money isn't the only real money in the world. Yeah, and money sells, even if it's Chinese money. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, I would love. To, I would. I would actually love to go to the next uh, Warcraft movie and have to read English subtitles. It'd be awesome. All of the actors and stuff have actually now turned to Chinese. Because all of the characters that I liked are dead. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, they they, they took a few shit. out, didn't they? Yeah, it's not like they're going to change them for. <laughs> <laughs> they definitely took a few out. What about Assassin's Creed though? What, 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 what do we think is going to happen with this thing? I think I think I was excited until I I realized that <laughs> until I saw maybe, the trailer and yeah. went, oh, that's not the no, game. No, but if you watch the trailer, <laughs> if you watch the trailer, it's like, yeah, that's the game. Yeah, that's, that's uh, Assassin's Creed. I love this. You just need to do this. Just hold your fingers in your ears and ignore the uh, the blah blah. Yeah, the Kanye um, nonsense. Just put some. Is this the one? Yeah, probably. Yeah, yeah. I won't be able to play it if it is. Uh, like I'll have to stop it. This might have been the original. No, I think that's it. Yeah. Where am I? Excuse I'm actually a huge fan of uh, Magneto. Yeah. Fassbender. Yeah. Fuss. Fassbender. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I, don't, I forget his first name. Um, Michael. Michael Fassbender. Um, he's a fantastic actor. Yeah. Him and Hardy, Tom Hardy. Oh, man crush. They're great. They're great, Tom both Hardy. of them. <laughs> they're, they're, the Hollywood's safe with these guys uh, in the picture, with Hardy, with Fassbender. There's a couple. Yeah. Um, it, it might not have been safe without them there if all we had left was Chris Hemsworth um, you know the yeah. the hunks and the you know eh, if they're the only thing in front of the camera, there's a problem. Yeah. Mm. You know what I mean? Um, yeah. Th- but not with these guys with um, Cumberbatch, um, Fassbender. Yeah. There's I, a few. The I, guy that plays Professor X in the new ones. In the new ones. Yeah. What's uh, his name? Oh, Scottish guy. Oh, no, I think he's name. Scottish guy. Yeah, I, I remember his accent. Being. He was good. He was great in Wanted. Yeah. He played a really good role in Wanted. Yeah. Just a cubicle oh. Joe. He's got an emotive face. Yeah, that becomes oh. this assassin that bends bullets and stuff. I thought it was a really cool movie. I haven't yeah. seen that for ages. It was a, uh, it was a cool little action movie that, you, again, you can just kind of zone out to. Yeah. Um, it's the kind of shit that I like. Uh, same here. It can get cheesy, but who cares? Yeah. Our assassins. Beautiful. There we go. Yeah. <laughs> there it is. That's my my problem with Look this. At that. Straight into a haystack. Yeah. He's fine. Yeah. Love the the leap of faith <laughs> is an awesome game mechanic. Like yeah, it's just was, the first time I ever did it. Yeah, I, I never. I, know that I didn't get into Assassin's Creed on the first 
one, but I was in on the second. Yeah. I came in on the it's second. A good, good place to come. But in the too. third, like, was was the, the third Brotherhood? Yeah. Oh, uh, was it? yeah. Brotherhood was like the expansion for me, to for me, to two. Number two was just. Two was great because I played the from the first one when the first one came out. Yeah. I was I was hooked by the Did story. Two, was two in Rome? Uh, yeah, it was. Oh, in, Brotherhood was in Florence. Florence. Yeah, Brotherhood That's was in Rome. Florence and yeah, yeah. 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 But the fir- uh, so two the first time I came into a city where I could go anywhere. Now I'd already played um, a Spider Man game where you could go anywhere in the city and web. Sling oh, and so swing that's around. Spider-Man and, two back. I've, I've I played that so, back yeah. on the Xbox. That Xbox, was really cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, and it was all right, but the first time, man, I was walking around that city in in Assassin's Creed two, with just the volumetrics in the air and the noise of people talking in the distance and and the clop of hooves on the cobblestones yeah. and mm. stuff. It was crazy, man. It was just insane. And then yeah. to top it off, the mechanics of the of killing. In it was so unique and cool, mm-hmm. you know, close and personal. That's something they did really well with all of the expansions. Yeah, the, the series as well. I haven't. I've only played up until the end of Brotherhood. I didn't. I, didn't, I continued. The series. There's a few that I didn't like. A few I've played them all. Um, okay. Black Flag, hated it. Yeah, absolutely hated it. Um, couldn't really get. Couldn't come to grips with the the sailing mechanic of it. Um, okay. It was I, just bored me. People, and I've heard from people that if it was just that, if the game was just Pirates sailing around shooting cannons. Yeah. They would have loved it. But it wasn't. No. Like no, and you've got to sail for buggery and then get out at some shanty town in the middle of nowhere and you you're running around and you know you you got this ability to climb and do all this stuff and nothing's over a story. Like yeah. everything's one story and what do you want to climb a few trees or something? It's just <laughs> it it really narrowed the things you could do it's and explore. Yeah, and it started. I think the worst one for me was the Native American one, the, uh, okay. the third one. Yeah. Now, it, it the narrative just went stupid. Like they just the amount of blah blah in that game was crazy. I've never seen anything like it. Like you couldn't do anything. You you literally run forty meters, and all of a sudden I've got to sit down and wait for the cinematics to finish again with it. some other idiot talking to me. You know, and I can't. All I wanted to do was ignore these people, but you yeah. couldn't. The game kept freezing and I was forced to listen to these people. And it was important for the narrative. It was even important for the missions and things like that. But it just bored me shitless. Mm. I couldn't – I just couldn't enjoy the game. Yeah. And so much of it is running around, shoot a rabbit, run yeah. around, dig a hole, run around, trap a bear. Here's Dave. All he wants to do is just – Hack kill, and kill and slash. Kill, kill the pope. Kill yeah. yeah. Absolutely. <laughs> And then have some alien tell me why I did it later on in the game. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> that was I awesome. was devoted. Spoiler alert: when yeah. I when I murdered my wannabe girlfriend um, down in the catacombs there at the end of the game, like at the end of number two, right? You're, you're yeah. fighting it. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. And you, it's and it, it's telling you push that button like it comes up with an yeah. X button or something. No. Push it hard as you can, and you know. No, the, I'm not going to do yeah. that. I, I was the and same. It doesn't matter what like, you do. Well, I don't want to do that. You're killing her. You know, yeah. the developers want you to kill that chick, and, yeah. and you're going to kill that. Yeah, chick. and they want it to be, it to be your response <laughs> yeah. that's doing it. Yeah. Why did you do that? So you do nothing. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. If you do something, then it's yeah. <laughs> Either way, the guilt's on you, chick. <laughs> yeah. It got crazy at one point. There, the Earth exploded or whatever. There was one point at the one <gasps> at the end of one of them where. You had a chance to save the planet or something, and you chose to do. Maybe them. it's a good thing I stopped playing. It got pretty full on because I remember, like, first one, you had to get some apple. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah, the, yeah, yeah, yeah. Get the apple. Yeah, and yeah. The second and one that was stretched second. into the second one as yeah, well. Yeah, the second yeah. one was a continuation. Yeah, and that apple was pretty powerful. 
Yeah, like was, you had well, it in it your was, hands it was at one the point. Adam and Eve album, yeah, yeah, wasn't it? yeah. Um, yeah, and I remember, I remember there was some uh, old, old uh, Middle Eastern assassin king dude at the end of the first one that was splitting into seven different people yeah. and yeah. just trying to ruin That's your right. day. I remember that mm. shit. That was. It was. What? Which one was the one where you kept having flashbacks? You kept having flashbacks to when you were the first assassin in the first Assassin's Creed. Oh, was that, was that Revelations? I think it was Revelations. That's the one I stopped playing because I was playing through that one. It and got pretty convoluted, didn't it? It kept jumping out of sequence. Wasn't and- that? It was the gameplay. Like I would run into these missions and it would say, put me in a room and say, get to the end. And uh, then yeah. it put me in the next room and go, now get to the end, yeah. but now there's a couple more guards. Yeah. And it just it became a really, really repetitive Yeah. Um, yeah, especially down in catacombs and yeah, in, yeah, these isolated. You could places. feel that it was made quickly yeah. to make money. And was it, that the one where you were in the bazaar, the um, um, Turkish sort of? Um, you'd gone over the continent oh. to oh, I forget what it's called. It's where you play as a really old Ezio. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, he was an old boy. Yeah, and oh, do you do you play Ezio in Revelation? Yeah. yeah, you play him from two through to Revelations, yeah. I think. And Revelations, he gets his hook. Um, yeah, so hook you can knife. climb a little bit And higher. you can yeah. fly, flying fox. Oh, uh, yeah, yeah. With your hook knife and do rollover mm. assassins. They've just got to keep adding shit, right? Like, yeah. I remember in number two, I was so chuffed when I got that. Was, was it a gun? Or the crossbow. Yeah, the crossbow. Oh, no, it was a oh, gun. Oh, yeah, the gun. Oh, that's right. Yeah, yeah, you did too. Yeah. 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 And I remember that. that was and really it just, cool. you could hear it echo forever. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And it was so inaccurate. Yeah. And it just like cannoned his hand backwards. Yeah. Um, but yeah. There was, did, you remember Leonardo, right? You had to meet up with Leonardo yeah. now and then. Did you have a gay moment with Leonardo on a bench where he propositioned you? Yeah, I think I remember that. I, <laughs> I remember that. turning to the yeah. and I said, Leonardo's just cracking on to me. Yeah. <laughs> what up? All I wanted was a, was a fucking a flying fox or yeah. flying wing or something like that, and he's yeah. cracking on to me. Yeah. I think I think playing Assassin's Creed, actually, one of the things I got really disappointed with, and it's my opinion seems to be counter to a lot of people. I'm not sure why. So I started to hate how the further along the series goes, the less time you spend out of the Animus. Because in the Animus, of course, it's where the main gameplay is and you're in, you know, in the past and you're playing through that. But I found when playing the first game, coming out at the end of each assassination and being um, Desmond and going, oh my God, I'm actually not this assassin. I'm this guy in this weird place and I'm trying to figure out what's going on. Yeah. Why do these people want this so yeah. far into the future yeah. and, and what are they after? And that was really, really intriguing. And almost when I was playing that first game is I want to get through the assassinations to yeah. learn more about mm. the, the real world. Absolutely. And it really sucked you in, the narrative of those those early games. Yeah. They got a, It got away from them what's with that, the American game? one and the, and the sailing one. But yeah. I can tell you, boys. The the London one, the new one, yep. because they did they screwed the pooch so hard with the French Unity. Yeah, they came back hard, man, with the London one, and yeah, it is probably good. the most polished game experience I've had in a very very long time. First person, it was just brilliant, absolutely brilliant. I, there was nothing okay. I could fault it for. It was um, very immersive. The sounds, the 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 weather, the whole thing about it was just awesome. It was really good, and the characters were. Suitably annoying, and you know, the, it was good. It was, I, I thought suitably annoying, yeah. There was a the, you play you play twins, 
So there's a, a guy and a girl. And they, okay. They're young twins. Um, well, their father was assassin. Was an assassin and brought them in to the the brotherhood. Um, Sounds like a parent of the year. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, and so he's he, he's um, impulsive and thinks that violence is the only way that they're going to win back um, the the London and to get rid of the the bad guys. And and her idea was slightly different that you do it through stealth and you know you don't make a big noise and choose your targets well and this sort of stuff. And so you're in and out of her and him throughout the game. So okay. you're him for a bit and then you're her for a bit and whatever. And you can get to choose. When it's free play, you get to choose. Um, it's pretty good. It's pretty good. The, the, the back, the, um, in the earlier games, remember the side game where you've got assassins? Yep. You had your little yeah, posse. Right? You, yeah. And you had to send them on missions yep, in order moment. to get them to make uh, dollars and yep. to get uh, experience points, which was the game that had the side missions for the – Headquarters when the headquarters were starting to get taken over was the tower defense one. Yeah, where well you had I to think come that in. That was and, revelations as well. And you were yeah. positioning yeah. guys on roofs yeah. and stuff, like, and building uh, building barricades and stuff like yeah, that. It was really cool. Out. I just all because as I said, I played up to Brotherhood. It was I a cool remember, one. I've I got a feeling it's the um, uh, what's the ancient city? Uh, let me have a look here. Um, it's the oh, I'm better off looking on it. I can, t- I can take you exactly oh. to where it is. Just, I just and it's not in Gungarlan. Just while you're looking, Dave. Yeah. Um, just as a point of interest, have you seen um, a group of people released recently? A uh, they worked on a Moss Eisley. Um, really? Yeah, like a first-person experience. Wow. Uh, it is. So the, you can literally walk around Moss Eisley. It all looks absolutely spectacular. Like. Top tier, uh, looks like Dice would have worked on it for quite a while. Wow. Like, absolutely it's not, incredible um, work. It's not ILM X Labs. Uh, I don't think so. You know, the guys that did the Stormtrooper mocap no, stuff was, that was floating around? There's a, uh, a building in there that's filled with uh, basically credits and it's they've, they've all photoshopped their faces onto Star Wars characters. It's kind of cute. Why is my Google Earth in Russian? Did something happen during the day that we're not sure no one told us about? Because it's not just Russia. Like, I can go into Liberia. Oh, no. Oh, it's just wow. Oh. How, how long has that been a thing? That's, that's I, pretty awesome. I don't know. That it's got the actual. The language. Yeah. Look oh. at that. Oh. So if we go over to Sydney, it's Cobber, mate. Cobber, Parramatta, <laughs> Ray. <laughs> But it doesn't help me because I'm trying to think of. Um, oh, there's not somewhere you want to be. Mogadishu. <laughs> oh, no, no, not at all. Um, the place I'm thinking about is here, Istanbul. Yep. That's that's the city. That's uh, one, for the okay. old Ezio. Yeah, for Revelations. That yeah. might have been it's it. It's in it's, it's Istanbul. Is, so you, is you, Assassin's Creed one in Istanbul? I'm not sure. I didn't no, get to play uh, it one. I forget where it is. I remember it. It is definitely Middle Eastern. Yeah. It is. It's the beauty. You can tell it's the Istanbul because the whole time you've got that um, uh, Muslim chanting, the religious chanting happening, yeah, and there's the big, yeah. big tall towers and stuff like that. And I remember there was one point you had to go to some special place that's a town built inside this massive cave. You remember that? I don't think I got to that part. I stopped playing. I stopped playing through that one. 
A town built inside a massive cave. Yeah, and right in the middle of this massive cave is this big rock structure that goes right to the top. And at one point, you have to climb all the way up this rock structure in the middle of this. Is it the cave's probably about five or six hundred meters wide on either side, and then there's a town in the middle of it with roads and streets and everything, and it's inside a cave. Awesome. Is that? I'm assuming is that 100 percent make believe, or is it based off something that actually exists? I'm not sure. Istanbul. I'm not sure. No, you, you. I think you'd leave Istanbul to go to this place, so it could be on an island somewhere. Or, oh yeah, I think that's really cool. That yeah. Have you seen the uh, the uh, Google Maps game? The uh, basically it drops you in the middle of question mark in on Google Maps. Oh, really? And uh, it drops you in on the road, so it's Street Viewer, and you need to explore by using Street Viewer. So you're just clicking up the road, mm. and you need to find signs and locations. That's pretty that cool. Can tell you where you where it is, and then you need to guess. <laughs> That's pretty cool. That's pretty cool. Yeah. yeah. I've got a uh, I've got got a friend that did a uh, a master's in oh. Uh, sorry, a Bachelor of Arts, but he did languages. Oh, yeah. Yeah, so he's a bit of a freak. Dan I is... Um, I don't play him anymore. Dan is potentially watching. He may have nodded off. I doubt it with the compelling, uh, exciting <laughs> conversations that we've been having there, but at one point he's uh, chimed in. Yeah. So if you're listening, Dan, um, type, type something there and, uh, and we'll know you're still alive and haven't coughed yourself into... Oblivion. So it's definitely a cough-related. Yeah, I think he said he was coughing all weekend. Oh, sorry to hear it, Dan. Yeah. No good. I've been sniffling like you wouldn't believe, and then Leanne said, that's probably an allergy, and I stupidly said, I don't get allergies, but apparently you can just start. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Okay. Hey, Dan. Oh, there he is. Hey, Dan. Very good, very good. Hello, Dan, sir. So you're actually on the show, Dan. In With a bit more prep time, you could have even Skyped in to the, uh, but I don't. I don't want to risk the uh, the PC that we got running. This broadcast is very, <laughs> it's very low spec. I built I I built it up from scratch as a um, just a file server. It was just it was only ever going to be a file server, and now it's running my media server <laughs> to the whole house, <laughs> and it's running this thing, which is uh, um, we're doing video capture. We're splitting it out here. I got th- two capture devices there. <laughs> Got a webcam over here, so I'm asking. It's groaning. Yeah, it's groaning at the moment. Yeah, you're pushing it. <laughs> Kill me. You're pushing it to its little limits. Um, so he's got the flu. Better, it's better that that machine gets stressed than yeah. Than this this low end machine gets annihilated by Dan's uh, coughs. Absolutely. About, about to go overseas, Dan. Oh, that's right. Listen, before we uh, sign off, I I want to know where you're going. Oh, I'm going all over. I'm going to England. I've, I've, I think I've parroted this probably at least 100 times in the last three days. Yeah. England, France, Germany, Austria, Switzerland, uh, Belgium, Netherlands, Spain, um, and potentially a few other places. We're going to be spending a couple nights on top of the Alps in wow. Switzerland. We're going to be in Munich for Oktoberfest. That's, um, that's a big jaunt. It's, that's dangerous for Glenn. Oh. <laughs> How long are you gone? A month? Three weeks? About a month. Yeah? Between three and four weeks. Wow. Um, Such a quiet office it'll be. Yeah, I know. What are you guys going to do without me? Not much. Prosper. Yeah. Won't, there won't be much. <laughs> Prosper. Yeah. Um, we'll probably sell your gear. Yeah. There's a very good chance that when you come back, you'll have a cardboard box with the word monitor <laughs> just written on it. Yeah. <laughs> no, just a cardboard box. With all of my with shit all your shit in it. it. It says Glenn. 
<laughs> and it's misspelled. Yep. <laughs> just get the fuck out, Glenn. Have you traveled before over there? Uh, not to Europe, no. I've been to America and New Zealand. Yeah. Yeah, never the EU, which I'm kind of excited about. Yeah. It's, it's where I've always meant to go. Um, it's, it's the place. You know, it's the history. It's, it's everything. Have you got like Nordic blood or Celtic blood? I've got Celtic. I've actually got uh, Danish in me. Yeah. And uh, I think a little bit of Irish as well. Yeah. So I'd say, I'm going to say. It's very difficult. It's harder to not have a little bit of Irish mm. than it is to have a little bit of Irish. It creeps in everywhere because they travel everywhere. Yeah. My old man has shown me the, Scottish uh, the bloodline which traces back to the Kellys. Oh, yeah. Actually. As in Ned Kelly. As in Ned Kelly, yeah. <laughs> I can believe it. <laughs> Apologies. You could easily play. It all killer. makes so much sense yeah. now. <laughs> no, no. They're Irish, right? Yeah. He was, yeah. A, he was a, um, a Robin Hood figure. I reckon you're, you'd be a bit of a Robin Hood figure. You'd, you'd, take, you'd take it to the man. Yeah. Rip him oh, off. Do it every, share it with the brothers. Do it every day. Yeah. Every day at work. We need Marvelous Diviner. Yeah. We need yeah. Cintiqs. Yeah. Very good. All right, gentlemen. All right. We've, uh, we've now been blathering for one hour and 32 minutes ish ish we'll uh we'll wrap it up then cool. i thank you very much for coming in uh, like i said about uh, tom in his visit you're not really guests you're just members of a rotating panel i like to look at it that way sure and you're welcome Sounds back good. anytime this is pretty much what it will look like yeah just well, just chewing the fat and throwing ideas around get me uh, get me back on after my European Absolutely, yeah, yeah. We'll pick your brain, sweat. and in your absence, we'll um, critique your work. Yeah, do it. <laughs> <laughs> that, that's going to be a long. We'll, long we'll episode. steal anything of value. <laughs> Just looking at the baby's face, going, "What the fuck was he thinking?" <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> very good, Jake, Glenn. Thanks, Dave. Thank you very much for coming in, and that's it until next time. And as Dan Dan always says, save often. We'll see you next time.